Hey y'all, welcome to the I Am Cannabis Sativa podcast. I am your host, Cannabis Sativa. If you're currently a medical marijuana patient and would like to tell your story and be featured on the podcast, feel free to email me at IamCannabisSativa at gmail.com. Hey y'all, hope you guys are having a very good Thursday. Um, I just wanted to talk about this story and it's from Leafly and it was written by the Associated Press. Advocates push back on changes to Utah's medical cannabis law. Salt Lake City, Associated Press. Medical marijuana advocates and conservative groups sparred Monday over proposed changes to Utah's medical cannabis program during a tense two-hour public hearing. Utah legislatures, legislators sought feedback on changes to the law ahead of a special session next week to approve the revisions. Amendments regarding the distribution and prosecution of drug crimes drew the most debate among people on both sides of the issue. The draft suggests that eliminating an unusual plan for state-run medical marijuana dispensary in favor of private dispensaries. The decision followed concerns that the state distribution could put public employees at risk of prosecution under federal laws. Medical marijuana advocates raise concern that 12 dispensaries would not be, won't be enough to meet growing patient demand. We have patients everywhere now in the state, and they're so spread out. What about the people in rural areas? That's who I worry about, Tiffany Mallow, a mother of two cannabis patients, said. Gail Rusica, president of the conservative group, Utah Eagle Forum lamented that her organization agreed to hold off last fall in putting up billboards and running advertisements against the ballot initiative after she was told the compromise legislation would include elements of such as the state central dispensary system that would make it better. Quote, here we are today changing what we all backed off and why, Ruska said, before the bill even goes into place, the compromise has already been changed, and we trusted, and we all trusted that it wouldn't happen. Stop meddling in the affairs of others, okay? Someone taking a medicine for, to cure their symptoms or to cure their child's symptoms or their spouse's um, illnesses—that's none of your business, as long as they're not hurting anyone having fake concern because you don't personally like it is, is, is none of your concern. I don't, you know, I, again, I don't like thousand Island dressing. Do I want, do I want that banned? No, I just don't put it on my salad. I put vinaigrette on my salad instead, or I put Italian dressing on my salad. I'm not going and banning things I don't like or approve of because that's none of my concern. So I'm eating thousand Island dressing is not, is not hurting anyone or infringing on the rights of others. I mean, I don't, I can't really stand the smell of it, but if, if the smell gets overpowering, I just, I just leave the room. That's it. This, this person doesn't have to be around people who don't smoke. They don't have to be. But, but we have busy bodies that want to regulate what people do with their own bodies. People deciding to use cannabis as a medicine should be between them and their doctors, not, not this watchdog person. Medical marijuana patients became emotional 
as they relayed their fear of being prosecuted for drug crimes. I'm a really good mom, Megan Keller, who uses medical marijuana to control a seizure, said. To say a judge can take away my kids because of that is awful. Her statement was met with cheers from the crowd. Medical marijuana advocates far outnumber opponents of legalization at the hearing. Danny Palmer, the vice president of the Eagle of the Utah Eagle Forum, said she's seen parents who use cannabis that act out of it and can't take care of another person. That happens all the time with alcohol, yet we're not banning alcohol. We tried doing that. We tried doing that in the 20s, and it did not work. It did not work. Why would we tie a judge's hands and say you can't consider this abuse of a child, Palmer said. I don't think that's right. the right way to protect a child. Utah health and agricultural officials close out the hearing by highlighting issues with zoning and land use ordinances that would prevent growers from having medical marijuana ready for patients by next year. Several marijuana growers are facing delays in opening their facilities and planting crops. Drew Rigby, the cannabis coordinator for Utah Department of Agriculture and Food, Still, Republican Senate Majority Leader Evan Vickers, who drafted the revised law, says he's optimistic the chances will improve patient access and expedite the process. There's a sense of urgency here, he said. Utah's medical marijuana program is set to launch next year. End of article. So, um, what I'm going to do is I'm going to include resources in the show notes. So you can contact your lawmakers and officials and make it known that you want a functioning medical marijuana program. Um, as we've seen and as we covered um, a couple months ago, they they gutted, the, the voters approved it by, I think, 53%. And, and the lawmakers and the governor gutted the initiative, gutted the qualifying condition list, gutted how many dispensaries that there would be, and, and totally revamped it. But according to Utah officials, the, they quote unquote have the power to, to, to do that. They have the power, they have the power to modify initiatives however they see fit. So they have the right to subvert the will of the people pretty much. But, um, again, these lawmakers work for the people. They work for the citizens. They get their salary through the taxpayers you know they work for us not the other way around and it's like any other thing when you're at work and you don't do the bidding of your manager or your boss or whatever you get fired the people that don't do the bidding of the the lawmakers they don't do the bidding of the people need to get fired and they need to get voted out of office they need their careers their political careers ended so i'm going to put that in the show notes and i hope you guys got a lot out of this if you find yourself coming around often to my podcast and want to support and expand our humble little project, there are a few ways you can support us. We plan on doing big and humble little things with our projects, such as getting to trade shows, visiting other MMJ and recreational states, and doing on-field work. Supporting us helps us keep the lights on, pay rent, pay for hosting and equipment, and travel. And you can do this by going to www.anchor.com dot fm slash i am cannabis sativa podcast slash support you can also support me now on patreon at www.patreon.com slash ic sativa podcast 
you can support the podcast for as little as $1 a month. We also have $5 and $10 tiers if you're feeling extra generous, and those come with their own benefits too. And um, if you subscribe to the the 10 and above tier, you you get some personal time if you're over 21 with Mr. Sativa. So, uh, you know, you can chat with me on Discord. You know, we can have 15-minute one-on-one time. So you get you get exclusive episodes, you get early releases when you join these tiers. And you can also subscribe and find our podcast on Spotify, iTunes, Anchor FM, Overcast, Radio Republic, TuneIn Radio, Stitcher, and iHeartRadio. Follow us on socials at um on, on Twitter, for example, at IC Sativa Podcast and on Instagram at I am Canvas Sativa. And as always, stay medicated, my friends. Peace.